in their lies. They say we have election fraud claims without evidence. How about when they claim the same thing we claim? Is it still without evidence? We ask you to decide. It's all coming up in seconds right here. The Sheriff Mac Show on the Brideon TV and radio networks. Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications, instantly shutting down all private phone calls and texts. An EMP weapon or solar flare can achieve the same result. Rolling blackouts or permanent power outages will also take out the power supply to cell tower antennas, rendering mobile devices all but useless. During these emergencies, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer is the Bivy Stick at sat123.com. The Bivy Stick is a two-way satellite text messaging device that uses a satellite constellation, not cell towers, to send and receive text messages. It works anywhere on planet Earth, including in war zones or blackout areas. In unpredictable times, the Bivy Stick helps you stay connected when it matters most. Visit sat123.com to get one while they're still available. Thanks for your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com The global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets. And the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value that do not require governments, corporations, or markets to make good on their obligations. At the top of this list of intrinsic assets is physical gold and silver. These precious metals have outlasted every failed civilization and government in human history. And they are non-digital which means they still hold value even if the power grid fails. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals that are delivered securely and discreetly into your hands. Visit BrightionMetals.com to check their live pricing and in-stock coins and bars. Find out why they are my trusted source for physical metals and why they're the official sponsor of Brighteon.tv. BrightionMetals.com the sheriff mac show is now live sheriff mac welcome back sir well, sorry I wasn't here last week, Sam, but thank you for having me this beautiful Tuesday morning. And you're thanks very for covering. We always hold the fort down. We always hold the yeah. fort down when you're not here. And best of all, you've got an update though from the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered. We got to make sure that's firmly in the people's minds as we move forward with the checks and balances that make America great, sir. Absolutely. And Sam, I'm going to quote Judge John M. Roll. Uh, who was not on the Supreme Court, but was the first district judge uh, wherein my case started. Uh, Again, uh, this would have been May of 1994. Wow, 
long time ago. Uh, and Judge Roll really put this case into perspective. And he described why I filed this lawsuit and risked um, everything, career and everything else, to file this suit against the Clinton administration. He said this, and I love this quote, and I know you've heard it many times, and it, it, it uh, certainly bears repeating. But it never Mac gets old, thus, sir. Oh, it doesn't, no. Quote, Mac is thus forced to choose between keeping his oath or obeying the act, subjecting himself to possible sanctions, end quote. You'll recall, Sam, that those sanctions that were levied against the sheriffs were jail and and a $10,000 fine. So one year in prison and or a $10,000 fine for simply saying no to the federal government, I will not enforce your Brady Bill because I don't work for you. And, and so this is a, a tremendous quote where a judge actually addresses something that has been long forgotten in this country, and that is the oath of office that each and every one of us shares and every public share an oath of allegiance to the Constitution. Uh, I love that man. Uh, God rest his soul. And, and Sam, again, the most powerful Tenth Amendment decision in the history of our country that reinforces not just the Tenth Amendment, but reinforces state sovereignty, something every public official must take seriously and enforce. And, Sam, we have such a guest on with us today. We'll introduce our guest in seconds, but first we promised you, you know, the Democrats are complaining that we talk about election fraud, election this, election integrity that, and they always say this in the media, without evidence, false claims, erroneous claims, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know what? The Democrats have been complaining about election fraud just as much as the Republicans. It's just that the mainstream press hasn't held them to account for their claims of election fraud. Hillary still believes that the, the presidency was stolen from her, as you know. But get a load of this video. You've got Kamala Harris and a variety of other Democrats talk about voter machine vulnerabilities here it is. It'll set the stage for our guest very nicely, if I must say so myself. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. For researchers have repeatedly de demonstrated that ballot recording machines and other voting systems are susceptible to tampering. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. The biggest seller of voting machines is doing something that violates Cybersecurity 101, directing that you install remote access software, which would make a machine like that, you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. These voting machines can be hacked quite easily. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling this. It is the individual voting machines that some pose, that pose some of the greatest risk. There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines. Right, which are vulnerable to being hacked. Workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine. It was possible to switch votes. Forty-three percent of American voters use voting machines. 
that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including back doors. We know how vulnerable now our systems were. We know, I know that hackathon that took place last year where virtually every machine was broken into fairly quickly. I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines, um, those that are not, those that are being used in many states. Aging systems also frequently rely on unsupported software like Windows XP in 2000, which may not receive regular security patches and are thus more vulnerable to the latest methods of cyber attack. In a close presidential election, they just need to hack one swing state, or maybe one or two, or maybe just a few counties in one swing state. I'm very concerned that you could have a hack that finally went through. Ladies and gentlemen, need we say more? I'm telling you right now, our next guest will blow your mind with the direct commitment, dedication to liberty. His name is Jim O'Connor. And Jim served for years, ladies and gentlemen, on bylaw committees for the Arizona uh, Arizona Republican parties. He's been in uh, Scottsdale District for a long time, standing up for what matters. He served on the Electoral College in 2016 and a whole lot more. Jim O'Connor, welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show, sir. Thank you, Sam. And thank you, Richard, for having me on as your uh, guest this morning. If I could say one thing very, very quickly, uh, that video that you just played, uh, I, Jim O'Connor, solemnly join with my fellow Americans in total agreement with every statement that was made on that tape. They are correct. Why they didn't do anything about it or the Republicans in the House and Senate didn't do anything about it or better in the states, the issue of elections is state controlled. Uh, it, it's just gotten worse. Every statement out of every mouth was more than a talking point. Maybe not for certain no. of the people pictured, but it, it was more than a talking point. It's very real. And today I will be calling one of my fellow commissioners on the Arizona Corporation Commissioner, uh, Commission, Commissioner Anna Tovar, a Democrat who I've gotten along with beautifully in the uh, 21 months that I've been serving there and solicit her to join me and allow the Corporation Commission to provide a workshop where we would present at least 14 cybersecurity experts that would give you today's timestamp on the fraud that took place in this year's primary election. It is rampant. It is everywhere. Every county, every state. Ladies and well, gentlemen, AZ, hold on, Sheriff, azcc.gov is where you can learn more about the Arizona uh, Corporation Commission. Help people understand really quick, what is a Corporation Commission? Most folks might not even know what that is, Jim. <laughs> it's in a very extraordinary branch of government that uh, we had in our founding uh, 110 years ago. Um, it's It was basically set up as an independent branch of government that would regulate um, the utilities uh, in the state, the public service corporations that provide water and power, wastewater uh, facilities to homes and businesses. Uh, they wanted to have people that would be more business-oriented and uh, less politically motivated 
to um, interact and protect ratepayers. Uh, once once government awards uh, monopolies to uh, a business enterprise, it's kind of like the uh, the old James Bond films, 007. You've got a license, in this case, to steal. Uh, so the Corporation Commission is here to make sure they, they steal a modest amount uh, and not an outrageous amount, given their monopoly control of the markets. And this really highlights the checks and balances that America is known for, right, Jim? I, I think so. It's it's a it's a very odd experience. We 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 regulate. Think about putting a resume together for this job. We we regulate gas companies, electric companies, water and wastewater companies. We're also responsible for gas pipeline safety throughout the state and all railroad crossings throughout the state. Then we regulate very very rigorously through a robust division that we have, all of these securities dealers, the stocks and bond brokers um, throughout the state that practice, and all of the registered investment advisory practices. And we've got a lot of power in that particular space in that we um, catch the bad guys that are always fleecing the flock, as it were, with scams. And we probably do about three or four cases a month and again, I've only been there 24 months, and it seems to be a pretty even flow. Um, we we don't do the criminal prosecution, but we can do um, um, when, when the bad guys have been, gone through their hearings and the adjudication has taken place uh, and they are found guilty. We pull their license, we seize their bank accounts, and we restore whatever we were able to get our hands on back to the um, – the, the harmed individuals. In all cases, it would be financial. Then we refer the case to the attorney general's office for criminal prosecution. And thankfully, and they Sheriff Mack, some of those. And Sheriff Mack, this is certainly the case when we talk about fleecing the flock uh, when it comes to right. uh, votes outside the losser. Well, this is one thing uh, I wanted to point out, Jim's uh, more of his background. Uh, First of all, Jim, I, I don't know if you're a native Arizonan like I am, but I know you've been here for a long time and that you've been very involved in Arizona politics and the freedom movement, more importantly, in Arizona for a long time. You've ran, uh, you have run for, uh, corporation commission, uh, before. How, was it just one other time or was it two or three times? Uh, actually, uh, in in 2017, the retired community of Sun City and Sun City West um, were um, aggravated with 40% rate increases uh, in their uh, APS bills. And then they got hit with a EPCOR water the same summer of 20, I believe, 16 or 17 in there. They, they got hit with a 40% uh, rate increase on wastewater, and that's pretty substantial for a very yeah, yeah. senior uh, community. And they were irate that the commissioners at the time voted in favor. Uh, those companies cannot raise rates like that or at all without the explicit permission and approval of the our five-member commission by a majority vote. 
So the commissioners let them down and let those 40% rate increases go through. Um, I was asked by a very visible player in that uh, community if I would consider running for the Corporation Commission. It never occurred to me to do that. Uh, and uh, he said, you run and, and we'll get backing. And I ran in 2018 uh, as a clean election candidate. Uh, I don't want to take any money from people. And then you wind up owing people favors. So we have a unique thing here in the state for statewide right. offices, uh, at clean elections where we, our campaign money is publicly funded. And all six candidates, the three Democrats and three Republicans, ran as clean elections in 2020 uh, for the Corporation Commission. And I think from here on out, they will do it that way because nobody wants to be obligated to financial interests outside of right. the commission who would give the So you ran, the of, first time you ran was 18 in 2018? 2018. And you were not successful. There were, and then in 2020, there were five of us. Yeah, there were five of us in that uh, primary and I came in third with about 207,000 votes, uh, with about 120,000 roughly of, uh, clean money. The, the fellow who edged me out by 11,000 votes spent about 800,000 bucks, uh, you know, Ooh. traditionally funded campaign. And he, uh, unfortunately lost in the general and we then seated a, a Democrat in there. In 2020, yeah. uh, I, I was actually, um, Married in the summer of uh, 2020 to my um, wonderful, wonderful wife, and um, congratulations, about, sir! Thank you. Six weeks prior to the wedding, I got a call from Commissioner Justin Olson telling me the state Supreme Court removed the last two Republicans from the ballot, so we had two Republicans on the ballot with three open seats, and they asked me to run as a write-in. My wife and I prayed, literally three minutes later, she said to me, the Lord told me to tell you to run and watch him open the doors. <laughs> and boy, did he ever. Well, Jim, so but it's safe to say that you've been very involved in Arizona politics and the freedom movement for quite some time. I, I have. That, that would be an accurate uh, statement. Well, that's where you and I started bumping shoulders, I don't know, seven or eight, ten years ago or so, I guess. At least that long. I know when you started the Constitutional Sheriffs, I was one of your early members. Still yes. carrying my card. Yes. Oh, that's right. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. So, uh, so why are you, why are you as a member of the, of the corporate Arizona Corporation Commission, which I believe only 13 states have such a thing? Why as a member of the, corporation commission that oversees utilities and to make sure that people aren't being fleeced uh, by by the, the, the companies that uh, control the utilities or utility companies, why are you so involved now in election fraud? Um, one of the other activities of the corporation commission is we license all of the companies that do business um, and we call it foreign and domestic. Anything foreign is anything out of our own state. Uh, but any company is doing business in the state of Arizona must come and receive a license to do business from the Corporation Commission. I left that out because although it's a voluminous 
activity for us. Um, it, it is, we, we don't have a lot of power in statute associated with that activity. Uh, think of a, a window at the post office. Come on up, I can sell you a stamp, but I can't do much else. Uh, and uh, so, so none of us really talk much about that particular activity. But I was on our uh, website. I believe this is now taken down because of my activity. But I was on our Corporations Commission website. And in the mission statement related to the Corporations Division said that we had the, in, a, in the mission statement, we had the ability to examine our licensed companies. And if they were not uh, practicing their corporate work, um, within the law of the state of Arizona that we could revoke their license. Well, I've seen enough just as a patriot and, a, and an activist for saving the republic. Um, I've seen enough evidence. Um, I could go through the films that have come out, but 2,000 Mules, the selection code, that Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer had another release in May of a, uh, uh, of a thing that was just so disgusting to watch and learn about how, how the, the people working in these um, registra- voter registration offices, these are not bad people. This is happening everywhere. And the people are so yeah. focused on procedure and coloring between the lines, you know, that kind of thing. They, they've lost the big picture that the crime happens inside the box. As Sam alluded right. to earlier, it, 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 and in that wonderful tape, and Sam, if you could get me a copy of that tape, I'll remember you forever and pray for you daily. That is, I'll make it happen. Now, let's moment. be very clear. Most of these officials that you're referring to, they mean well. And the problem is when we allege election fraud or votes outside the law or whatever terms we use to talk about election integrity, the reason most of them are pushing back is because they think we're attacking them, that we think they think that we are suggesting they've done something nefarious or wrong, and most of them have not. And we need to be very sensitive to that reality because many of the people are good and they're going, wait a minute, I've done everything right that I should do. And they have. Right. It doesn't change right. the fact that, hey, they're being frauded as well, and it's not us against them like they would like us to believe those who would want to steal elections. Uh, it's us working with them to solve a bigger problem than all of us. Right, Jim? Uh, ab- absolutely. I think that Tina Peters out of Colorado, the the um, production on uh, selection code made that point clear. They, they thought they had a blue ribbon uh, panel and a crackerjack office because they followed everything accurately. So they were shocked with the outcome. But then when Tina began to hear the evidence from anecdotally from hundreds of people, she started looking into it and then uncovered the fraud herself. God bless that great woman, great saint. Um, I, I just uh, want to say our election director. We've had her on the show before. Wonder, wonderful. Uh, our election director here in Maricopa County, uh, Scott Jared, under oath, testified that they needed Dominion employees in the county. Otherwise, they could not work the machines. So um, that that is I, – I, I, throw, I throw my hands up, but, but – Yeah, I just did. 
<laughs> yeah. It, it, it's beyond it's beyond words. But the people don't know. And then we've got that, you know, mind-numbing media, um, which, which I, I keep my sanity by staying away from it. I don't read it. I don't listen to it. I don't look at it because it's garbage. But the American people don't know that they're, you know, they're on a, you know, a, a rice crispy diet when they should be having steak, and and they don't know the difference because the media's fed them rice krispies. <laughs> for... Oh, wow. ladies and gentlemen, this is a very well, serious issue that we're talking about. We're going to take a quick break here in just a second, but after we do, we want to talk about Jim O'Connor and the incredible stance he has taken. He agreed with the Democrats when they claim election fraud. We also concur. But Jim wrote an open letter to his colleagues, and we're going to mirror that letter across the country. We're going to do it all in seconds on the Sheriff Mac Show right here on Brideon TV. Hi, everybody. Doug Billings here from the right side. Hey, if you want to have your own daily dose of intellectual maturity, join me every Tuesday night on Brideon TV. For the Republic, believe it. Cheers. Join us on Brighton Radio, the Jim Price Show, their evenings. Make sure and join me for the daily update as I talk to you about the day's events and things we can do to make the world a better place and make sure that the world is what we want to be in the future. So join us on Brighton Radio, the Jim Price Show. Thank you so much. If you don't want to eat GMOs and pesticides in your storable food, choose organic, lab-tested storable food solutions from the Health Ranger Store. We are the only emergency food manufacturer in the world that subjects each of our ingredients to rigorous laboratory testing that covers herbicides, heavy metals, aflatoxins, identity testing, and bacteria tests, including E. coli, salmonella, yeast, and mold. At healthrangerstore.com, you'll find certified organic, lab-tested, freeze-dried fruits, microalgae superfoods, protein powders, and supplements. We offer emergency first aid colloidal silver products made with Texas rainwater. And our ranger buckets feature an impressive assortment of organic storable food items professionally vacuum sealed in heavy-duty bags that are stacked in rugged buckets for long-term storage. Check out our preparedness foods, supplements, personal care, and emergency first aid products at healthrangerstore.com. The Kelly Key easily converts your AR rifle to bolt action, allowing you to keep the rifle you love in assault weapon jurisdictions. The Kelly Key is a true fast drop-in solution. No permanent changes to your rifle. Import, transport, own, and have fun with your AR. Why the Kelly Key? Because a bolt action is not an assault weapon. Stay future ready from gun bans with the Kelly Key. The Kelly Key also lets you quickly and easily build your ideal hunting rifle, lets you build a quiet suppressed rifle, and benefits your long-range precision shooting. Available now at KellyKey.com with free shipping. Welcome back, my fellow Americans, to the Sheriff Mac Show. Uh, Sheriff, just uh, to make this very clear, this gentleman, our incredible guest today, riding shotgun on the broadcast, Jim O'Connor, has sent an open letter that's incredible. We want to take that letter that he sent to the state of Arizona and mirror that across the several states. Sheriff? Absolutely. And I asked Jim the question. Why is a county, why is a corporation commissioner getting involved in this? I don't care what position any public official holds. 
we should all be standing for the truth. We should all be standing for integrous elections. This is the greatest crime ever committed against the American people. This is the destruction of our stewardship. This is the theft of the American people's stewardship to choose our own representatives. And now we have this huge international conspiracy going around us and choosing their own corrupt public officials in a very corrupt, evil manner, and then people expect us to be quiet. I am proud to call Jim O'Connor friend, and I am so proud of what he has done. And folks, we want to show you the letter that Jim O'Connor, corporate Arizona Corporation Commission member, that he has sent out and put himself on the line here for uh, election integrity and against election fraud. Let's show that letter. There we go. So, uh, Save My Freedom uh, puts out, and uh, Save My Freedom Movement and Act for America are calling for the state of Arizona to ban the use of electronic voting machines after the dubious results of the 2020 presidential election. I would say it's a lot more than just the presidential, but let's go on. The initiative comes from overwhelming information, <clears throat> sorry, gathered from the last several months. The cybersecurity infrastructure security agencies, let's get down to, uh, right. okay, let's get to the next paragraph. Let's just talk. Oh, first of all, I want to reiterate Tina uh, Peters from uh, El Paso, from uh, Mesa County, uh, Colorado. So uh, the recent CISA report, docu documentary, submit, and recount confirmed what we've known all along. Electronic voting machines can be manipulated and pose a dangerous risk to election integrity. Remarks save uh, my freedom founder, Michelle Schwinnick. Arizona cannot guarantee free and fair elections until these voting machines are banned from the use and removed from our state. Very excellent. Absolutely true. So then, uh, this letter goes to, quote, as county supervisors under ARS 16442, you have permissive authority from the Secretary of State in that you may choose to use electronic voting machines. They don't have to. There is no required authority mandating you to do so. Each county may choose for themselves for the sake of every legal voter without regard to political party. I herein urge each of you in your respective positions to act immediately to secure our November election by use of paper ballots processed by hand count. Man, Jim, thank you, thank you, thank you. I honor you for your courage. I honor you for the work that you're doing. And every public official, I don't care if you're the dog catcher. I don't care if you're a, a city council person or member of the city council or mayor or, or a sheriff or or state legislator, or the governor. All of you, corporation commission, all of us have one ultimate goal, and that is to protect liberty. And Jim O'Connor, that is what you have done here, and I hope that this show today springboards everything that you've been trying to stand for and that we've been trying to do here at Brighty on TV and at CSPOA and at Liberty Roundtable 
This is what we are trying to do. We are trying to restore liberty, and that cannot happen as long as we don't have trustworthy elections in this state and every other state. And every county commissioner, every board of supervisor member in this state should be taking your uh, request and your letter very seriously. And we need to get this to our own county personnel, uh, our county recorder, and, and get it to the people who can do something about this and get this stopped. Thank you. And, and Sheriff Mack, if, if, if I could just kind of double down on that. By the way, listeners, the people we're talking about that are necessary to engage are not the county supervisors or the recorders or anybody else. They've demonstrated that they will continue to do nothing. It is only when you act individually, when you step up and do Mm -hmm. your part, send a letter, send an email, send a text, go down and visit in person and tell these folks it's time to wake up and smell the coffee. If we don't get this done, we've lost our republic. It's gone forever. These things don't come back. They don't come back. And one of the reasons, the beautiful thing about my position, it is entirely nonpartisan. I was elected by 1,434,236 people. Only elections, so I thought I'd remember hanging on to the number for a while. But And I originally made the ballot as a write-in candidate, which nobody believed was possible because it had never happened before. So I won the the write-in vote to get on the state ballot. I needed 6,600 votes roughly, and and God bless me with 45,544. That's another number I remember that was seven cent and ordained. So he's got me in this place for a reason. I took an oath of office, Sheriff, as you did, and Sam, I'm presuming you've got a a background there where you've taken the oath of office and where to protect uh, and defend the Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And candidly, I don't know where these enemies are of ours. Nobody knows. Um, I don't think it's widespread. Otherwise, it would have leaked. Uh, we, We all know it's happening. And the Democrats seem to keep quiet uh, when they're winning and in control. And the Republicans seem to keep quiet when they're winning and in power. So on behalf of all of the people, the red team, the blue team, no team at all. If you are a legal Arizona citizen, if you're a legal American citizen, your rights have been violated. You've been in, I grew up on the streets in New York. You've been screwed. I think there was an expression, screwed and blued and tattooed, but I don't know what the rest of that means. But I know what screwed means, and that's not a good thing. And and I'm standing up and saying, enough, we're done with this. Yeah, the blued means attacked by the cops, and the tattoo means you'll never, ever, ever lose that mark. Just so you know. Ah, okay. Thank you. But ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully to what I'm about to say. We, the people, join Jim, and are also calling on all U.S. county officials across the several states to ban the use of all electronic voting machines, including ballot tabulators, in this upcoming election. We have to. We want to get integrity in our elections. We have to. They claim 
that when we say there's election integrity problems, that we're somehow responsible for eroding trust in the elections. No, the cover-up, the discounting, the manipulations and the lies that it's only a Republican discussion, that is the problem eroding trust in America. We, the people, need to stand together and say, no, 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 no. We've proven that the machines are not stable, not safe not effective, they're hackable and manipulatable, and that is eroding trust. And anybody who doesn't come and tell the tale of truth on this is eroding trust and part of the problem. Anybody who says it's a Republican claim that is false, they lie. Anybody who says it's a Democratic claim and it's false, they lie. This is a universal problem at every level in the United States, and we the people must come together and set aside uh, political agendas, partisan politics, and stand with yep. integrity for the truth, Sheriff, because the truth is the only way that we'll be set free from this plague of election integrity crisis in America. Jim is spot on, Sam. and we echo to all 50 states Jim's claim and proposal for solution. Jim? Well, Sam, one other question, uh, Jim. Very inform- one other question. Yeah. Yes. How do the American people, how can we tell Arizonans that it's more accurate and safer uh, to count paper ballots? How is that better than machines? How can we guarantee that those ballots are being counted uh, properly and honestly? All right. Everybody living on this planet is a fallen creature with a propensity to go our own way. That's why we have law enforcement in the civilized world. Uh, that We're not going to eradicate that problem. There is a solution, and his name is Jesus. But we'll stay off the gospel message for the moment and back on to the detail of the question. So there are no guarantees that there won't be any cheating. However, when it is able to be done electronically through technology, uh that's where it can be done on a wholesale level. And that's where the, the, the steel, excuse me, the steel of the century took place in 2020 and continues in every single election and will happen in this state, in this election, in all 15 counties. A couple of very important details for the listeners. When you call an official and actually get to talk to them or engage them, they'll say, we can't go back to the past. We've been using electronic equipment for the last 20 years, and that's true. Yeah. But we've gotten fat, lazy, happy, and we're losing our republic. The the nation of France, in their most recent election with 91 million voters, I am told, was done by hand, on paper, yep. hand count, and had an election result in 24 hours. If, if the French can do it while eating baguettes and chocolate croissants and sipping coffee, <laughs> we can do it here in Arizona and in the rest of America for sure. This Roger is that. Really the key to the exercise, to ladies and gentlemen, is the precinct. Understand that yeah. America has hundreds of thousands of precincts, and in every precinct there's an average of 800 to 1,000 voters. The answer to counting by hand is precinct by precinct, validating the numbers under the penalty of perjury, and doing so with transparency and video on the counters. All must confirm the count is accurate before results are released. This is very easy to do if you understand the precincts, which has been the the uh, solution in America 
for hundreds of years where we counted by hand. Jim, this is nothing new. Let's not pretend we're reinventing the wheel. As a, as a matter of fact, in our Secretary of State's all-important election procedures manual, there is a backup plan. Uh, think of the power goes out. The power goes out. Even the corrupt uh, election machinery, it can't operate. So there is a backup plan for hand counting of ballots. So it's in place. So any county that tells you it's too complicated, we don't have the manpower, here's a throw on the manpower. I'll get you a million volunteers in the state of Arizona to hand help you hand count ballots if any of you in the election world need help. Yeah, it can happen. It can and it should, and that's exactly what we should be doing. And there's also... Other things that uh, Mark Fincham is proposing to watermark ballots and to make it all safer and more secure. But I guarantee you, I trust people counting more than I do those machines, just as you alluded to. The first and foremost thing we have got to stop is computerized tabulation of our votes. That's where we all agree. Then how we secure the hand count after that, I'll be happy to work with anybody to do just that. And, and I as now, well. there's two main things we need to do in the solutions category, ladies and gentlemen. We promised you solutions. We promised you clear guidance and direction of what you can do, my fellow Americans, in your county, in your area. Yeah. Okay? It's not to battle with these people over terms like election fraud because then they'll say, well, hey, it doesn't rise to the level of fraud. Fine. Votes outside the law, election integrity, whatever words you need to use to make yourself happy. This is a crisis in America, and the answer to solving it is reject the machines, go back to counting by hand with poll watchers certifying under the penalty of perjury. If it's good enough for my taxes, it's certainly good enough for the vote, ladies and gentlemen. But there's one other thing we need to do, uh, and I want to ask our guest, Jim O'Connor, about this. Jim, Eric, E-R-I-C, is one of the big, big problems we see. Uh, and as these states have joined this group called Eric, they literally have turned over to a third party uh, the voter rolls uh, in America. And that third party, then, we can't use FOIA requests or grandma requests or any um, request for information, uh, opens records requests, because Eric is not subject to that. And contractually, they pull these voter rolls into a black hole. Then we can't see what's going on. I believe that Eric needs to be abolished or states need to jettison their contract with Eric because it's really the epicenter of election fraud. Do you, are you familiar with Eric and what do you I, think? I heartily, I heartily agree with that statement, Sam. And uh, to, to go further, the outsourcing of, uh, of election activity is preposterous on its face. And it's done. And they do so without authority, the, don't they? The uh, well, the, the lawyers. Yeah, we never gave them authority them to, to turn death, that over right? to a third party. Right. But, it, but it's, it, we've never given them authority to turn that over to a third party. Not to my knowledge, but I'm not the lawyer in the room, and I'm not the cybersecurity expert either. That's why the, I, on behalf of the commission, was hopefully going to conduct a workshop that's now looks like more and more it will be out in the private sector, probably where it belongs best. It can be done most freely there, uh, and we'll have at least 14 cybersecurity experts on both the red team and the blue team is the way I call them, the political parties in our nation. Yeah, I, I call it the American sure team. We're all on the American team, you know. 
Yeah, but except well, the it, people elected don't look like to, they're working for the people. Yeah, yes. right. Jeff? So, so Jim, do you know, uh, excellent question from Sam about Eric. Do you know who in the state of Arizona authorized uh, the contract with Eric? I, I, uh, Sheriff, I have no idea. No. Okay. But no. would that, would that be county by county or state or do you know? I, I don't know that either, but I would suspect it would be the counties and the state could be encouraging it. And again, yeah. I, I don't care which party is in office. This whole process needs to be protected. Uh, maybe an independent commission of just good American citizens, you know, Arizona residents, uh, that, that are just smart people with good hearts. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a crisis on our hands. We're not trying to make it bigger than it is, but we are trying to really articulate and highlight the state of the country. We cannot allow these election integrity problems to continue to exist, whether you consider them vote out, votes outside the law, uh, whether you consider turning our voter rolls over to an outside party with no accountability, with no transparency, uh, whether you believe it's election fraud, whether you believe it's vote fraud, whatever words or terms you want to use for this. Our way back is very, very simple. We need transparency and we need accountability. And it starts with we the people demanding it of our public servants. And what we simply say is this, listen, I am not comfortable with what I'm hearing. Whether the Republicans are lying or the Democrats are lying, you know what, don't care. What I want is to we the people to join Jim and create a national clarion call across the country. We need to send a letter demanding all of our county supervisors, recorders, election uh, counters, whatever you want to call them, election directors, sheriffs, etc. We need to get rid of the electronic voting machines. They are not reliable. Uh, oftentimes it's old equipment. Oftentimes it's equipment that is not um, hardened against cyber threats. Oftentimes these computers uh, or voting machines are connected to the Internet. They claim they're not. We then use grandma requests and FOIA requests, open records requests, and prove that isn't true. They are, or at least they have the potential to be with the hardware that's installed, etc. cetera. Uh, the truth is they're hiding something. And the truth is nothing will solve it but transparency and accountability. And we'll never get it done if enough Americans don't stand together and unified demand a change. Jim, I want the final word to be to you on this, sir. Probably the final and most important word is we can't do this alone. Um, and I know every day my wife and I turn to uh, our Heavenly Father. This job can only take place with his hand moving and only with those of us who step forward upon whom he shows favor. So I would ask all the listeners to pray first before you do anything. And uh, look for his leading, look for his prompting. He's there, he's faithful, he's always true. We want to live our lives in a way that will make him proud of us. And not well be embarrassed when we show up for our exit interview. I know in corporate America that I came from, the exit interview is a very famous process because that's when you get the 
most true and honest feedback from an employee who's leaving to take another job. So you do the old exit interview. Everyone on this planet, everyone, is going to be face-to-face with the King of Kings for an exit interview. Mm -hmm. And uh, the response I'm looking for is, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. Jim O'Connor, our esteemed guest, has also served for 12 years on the board of Grace Line Ministries, a nonprofit Christian mentoring organization. And he's enjoyed for years the enrichment studies that he was able to participate in at the Phoenix Seminary. He's also a partner at the Pinnacle Forum in Phoenix. Jim believes wisdom, integrity, and experience is the key. And that's what he brings to his job as a commissioner, as a AZ corporate commissioner, doing his very best to create honesty. Honesty is the issue, ladies and gentlemen. Honesty in our election process. That's all we want. It's not partisan. It's simple. This is America. The home of the brave, the land of the free. God bless you, Jim O'Connor. And As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, a shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2,000mules.com. 2,000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Wrapping up hour one, ladies and gentlemen. Brighty on TV, Brighty on radio, LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, all joining together to tell the tale of freedom. You got to dig it. Our guest was incredible. We played in a video where Democrats are complaining 
that there's voter machine vulnerabilities. Okay, so we say election fraud. They say without evidence. We claim this. What about their claims of voter machine vulnerability where they highlight that the voter machines can be hacked, where they say they watched voter machines get hacked right before their very eyes? Ladies and gentlemen, the video is of Kamala Harris and other top leading Democrats making the same claim we're making. Where's the mainstream press? They're derelict in their duty when it comes to telling the truth. They've been covering up for the Democrats in an effort to attack the Republicans, making it a partisan divide. Shame on those folks that are into partisan politics and intentional manipulated fake news divisions. We are standing with the truth. We commend the Democrats who admit there's election fraud and who admits there's voter machine vulnerabilities that they can be hacked and it's a problem. And we commend Jim O'Connor, our incredible guest, speaking out boldly. He sits on the Arizona uh, AZ Corporation Commission. He's an AZ Corporation Commission uh, commissioner. And I guess not every state has these corporation commissions, but uh, Arizona does, one of about 13 states. If you want to learn more about what Jim is doing, AZ, like Arizona, AZCC, like corporate commission, AZCC.gov. You can also learn what he's doing at um, Act for America. That's A-C-T-F-O-R-America.org. Now, Jim, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, sends an open letter demanding all counties all county supervisors, supervisors, recorders, election directors, and sheriffs to immediately cease the use of all electronic voting machines. And now we, the people and the CSPOA, join Jim and are also calling on all U.S. county commissions and officials across the several states to ban the use of all electronic voting machines, including ballot tabulators, in all upcoming elections. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to get CSPOA SMS updates? Text the word CSPOA to 53445. Text the word CSPOA to 53445. Archives this simulcast in video or at brighteon.com, radio, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word, share the love, tell the tale of liberty. This is Truth Telling Radio. I am Sam Bushman, and we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for September the 13th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so using the supreme law of the land, the blueprint for liberty, the Constitution for the United States of America. 
We're also convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. I've got to refer to last hour, ladies and gentlemen. You have got to wait till both hours are up. You want the video? Brideon.com for archives. You want the audio? LovingLiberty.net for the archives, okay? We played an incredible video where Kamala Harris and other Democrats talk about voter machine vulnerabilities. They literally say in the video, multiple of them, they saw election devices. In other words, voting machines literally be hacked into right in front of their faces. And so the mainstream press runs around and claims we, the Republicans, which I'm neither, by the way, uh, but we, the conservatives, oh, I'm not really conservative. I'm not really liberal. Not, oh, the Trump, MAGA, I'm not Trump and I'm not MAGA. I didn't vote for Trump. Okay, but they say we somehow are claiming these election fraud problems without evidence. Well, I got a question. When these Democrats like Kamala Harris make that claim, is it without evidence as well? Or is there evidence? Well, I'm convinced there's incredible evidence. Jim O'Connor was our guest last hour. Uh, and he is a very unique gentleman. He, uh, is a, uh, he is a commissioner on what's called the AZ Corporation Commission, the Arizona Corporation Commission. There's only about 13 states that even have one of these corporation commissions. But the bottom line is, he sent a letter demanding all county supervisors. There's like 80 counties in the state of Arizona. And he wants all, listen carefully, all county supervisors, recorders, election directors, and sheriffs to immediately cease the use of all electronic voting machines. We the people join Jim and are also calling on all U.S county officials, all 3,000 plus counties across the several states to ban the use of all electronic voting machines, including ballot tabulators, in all upcoming elections. It was a riveting interview. Check it out, brighteon.com or lovingliberty.com. Dot net, depending on if you want the audio or video. Now, by the way, if you want to get on our text list at the CSPOA, all you got to do is text the word CSPOA to 53445. Just text the word CSPOA to 53445. All right. Um, that is a recap of the last hour. And I don't normally dig in so hard to promote that on the next hour of the show. But in this case, it was such a great interview. The leadership of Jim O'Connor and others is incredible. We're starting to gain real ground on solutions to expose and to create accountability and transparency on votes outside the law. We need to get rid of Eric, E-R-I-C. We need to get rid of Eric in all 50 states. We've got marching orders, folks, of things that we can do to make a difference. You can be part of the solution. Another critical crisis in America, as you know, is the border. Donald Trump tried to really do something on the border. He did some good, not near enough. Joe Biden reversed every decision of the Donald. And Joe Biden now has the border absolutely leaking like a sieve. Over a million illegals in the country since Biden took the helm, I believe unconstitutionally and illegally, but that's a whole other topic. The point that I'm getting at, though, is a million illegals in America overwhelming systems all over the country. 
and the border states, you know, Arizona, Texas, etc., they have been complaining big time, and it's fallen on deaf ears to the administration. It really has. The administration just kind of went, ah, oh, there's no crisis. You don't know what you're talking about. They've ignored it. The mainstream press has helped cover up this lie as well. But the border states are absolutely sick of it. Okay? They're absolutely sick of it. So Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Arizona Governor Doug Ducey began busing migrants or illegals to Democratic cities over the spring. Okay, they say that the policies on the border are a problem. So they've been sending them to, you know, places like New York City, Chicago, etc. Well, now they started literally busing immigrants right into Washington DC. And the government lied and said, "Oh, there's no crisis at the border. This is not a problem, not a problem, not a problem." They lied for literally almost 2 years in the Biden administration. But now a halt to the con game is happening they're now busing illegals straight into washington district of criminals and the mayor there is freaking out ladies and gentlemen what is it mariel bowser is that her name she now declared a public emergency over busloads of migrants from texas and arizona arriving in the nation's capital now it's an emergency well we've got our correspondent in Washington DC. His name is Peter the Scoop Stanton, and Peter is on the Liberty News Radio Network with his own show called Radio 75. So he's a talk show host for 75radio.org. 75radio.org. Check it out. You can listen to his show every week on Saturdays, Saturday evening live, or you can listen on demand at again 75radio.com. Scoop, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Thank you very much for having me, Sam. What the heck is going on? They said there was no crisis and now she's declaring a crisis and it turns out they haven't even shipped 10,000 there yet. It's 9,000 something. So we got a million in the country. We claim it's a crisis. They say you're lying, there's no crisis. And now they have to take 10,000 of them and it's already a crisis? Well, everything with Mary Bowser is a crisis. She can't handle anything. Uh the schools have been a mess and they're still are a mess. the transit systems falling apart the roads are falling apart uh except for these uh these speed bumps which uh you can probably downhill ski on them in the winter times uh crime is just out of control and the 911 system which dispatches uh emergency services to your house that's that's a mess the people working there are just sought from something else but this is again just a total failure from another democrat uh and what's funny is that uh she requested the national guard to be activated and to use the dc armory to process these people now with the district of columbia the mayor does not have the authority to activate the national guard only yeah she called governor. for the national guard and she got rebuffed by the pentagon which called Twice. the request inappropriate according to a letter the hill read right so she She requested the uh National Guard to help to help out uh with the with these people kind of like what happened in uh, Northern Virginia with these uh uh Afghans um where they the uh airborne uh, 101st airborne showed up uh and processed these people to God knows where we haven't seen them since but anyway back to the District of Columbia uh she requested uh 
the National Guard to be activated. She w- it, it was declined. She wanted to use the the armory uh, out by the old RFK Stadium, which she was also declined. So she declared a public health emergency, which in turn she was able to get ten million dollars to open the Office of Migrant Services. So she gets ten million dollars from the coffers, opened this office for migrant serv- migrant services for people who just got off the bus. Meanwhile, well, hold DC, on a minute. Bow Wow Wowzer has opened a new office of migrant services to assist with the emergency. Now, here's a question: Does she have authority to create a new government entity? Well, she since she declared a public emergency, that's where she got she got uh, temporary uh, uh, these temporary powers for 15 days. Now, she requested that these powers be extended past the 15 days so she can. I guess keep this uh, uh, office of migrant services or processing these people into society. Uh, keep it going. Sheriff Mack is with us as well. Welcome back, sir. Do you want to chime into this conversation? <laughs> yes. Uh, thanks for having me again this beautiful Tuesday morning. Uh, listen, this is such poetic justice uh, that the Democrats have this fall in their lap uh, the way it is. And, I think it's astonishing. How does the mayor of Washington, D.C. ask for the National Guard's help on a situation that is no problem all across this country? Uh, it, it lands in her lap in, in Washington, D.C., obviously our, na- our nation's capital. She gets no help from Congress. She gets no sympathy from Congress. She gets nothing except a big no from the Pentagon saying, take care of your own problems. Uh, you made yourself a sanctuary. You, you made your bed, sleep in it, girl. Uh, but no, uh, she doesn't want it. Uh, and it's an obvious, uh, again, uh, corrupt policy from her and uh, Mayor Adams in New York uh, and on and on, San Francisco, L.A. You can count them all. Uh, and uh, like I said, Sam, this is such poetic justice. But at the same time, I'm so uh, concerned at the dangerous uh, effects of the open border from Biden that uh, I, I don't want to make light of it. Now the Border Patrol Union mocking Bowser. And I want to know what Biden has to say. We'll talk with Scoop more in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online 
from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Wow, Bowser, Mayor Bowser requested the assistance of the D.C. National Guard in both July and August, but was rebuffed by the Pentagon, which called the uh, request inappropriate. That's a, a letter that was shared with the Hill. Well, now Joe Biden, Joe Biden's Pentagon has again rejected a request from Washington, D.C. Mayor Bowser to activate the National Guard to deal with the influx of illegal immigration. That's according to Breitbart. And then the Associated Press, Biden's Pentagon has again rejected the request, the Associated Press reports. Um, Joe doesn't think she needs any help. Um, Here's the question. How do we think she doesn't need help? Or why does she think she needs help? What about these Republican governors? Now, they want to make this a Republican-Democrat issue. But Ducey, right, of Arizona and Abbott of Texas, they're both saying we're overwhelmed, too. Everybody's overwhelmed. Joe's derelict in his duty. The guy's up there with his head in the clouds, can't even form a sentence, and he won't provide any support. America is busting apart at the seams because of the lack of leadership. Sheriff Mack? Yeah, we've seen we've seen the leadership of uh the Biden administration uh, lie after lie after lie regarding the security at the border. Uh, Mayorkas is assigned to go talk to the sheriffs in Texas. And Mayorkas started telling these sheriffs along the Texas border that the border is secure. Uh, They basically called him a liar and walked out of the meeting. Uh, These sheriffs and the rest of the American people are sick and tired of this administration's constant uh, finagling, brainwashing, propaganda schemes, talking points, and lies. Uh, And this is just another sign of it. The the busing of illegal immigrants is the direct uh, manifestation of the chaos at the border. And I totally applaud Governor Abbott and Governor Ducey and any, uh, uh, anybody else, even if you're not right at the border. If you're getting an influx of illegal aliens, send them to the sanctuary cities. 
send them. They they said that they are open arms uh, to illegal immigrants. And so do it. But this whole thing, Sam, comes right back to the huge, humongous legion corruption of this administration and Washington, D.C. politics. Right back to you, Scoop. Uh, I think that uh, Bowser... Uh, is highlighting a real problem, and that's sadly what it took the Republican governors to send these people to D.C. so that others can understand uh, the immediacy of the problem, the clear reality of the situation that Joe's putting everyone in, uh, and now she sees it very clearly. (laughs) I find it interesting, though, that her party leaves her out the dry, too. Scoop? Right, right, exactly. And Mary Bowser, she's one of these... People who uh, would have every uh, liberal catchphrase on a bumper sticker yard sign uh, in the white suburban area. She's all about Black Lives Matter. It's a sanctuary city. Hate, uh, hate has no home here. This that other thing. But uh, another thing is that if the National Guard was activated, guess what? The government would say, "All right, we do have a border crisis." So. Uh, that's another reason why they're leaving uh, Mario out to dry. But again, this, this lady cannot handle anything. Um, besides these people coming in, she's taking $10 million for. D.C. is a tent city. What I mean by a tent city is that they have every piece of grass in the district that's owned by the district has tents all over it. Uh, people living in tents uh, in the parks, under overpasses, what have you. It's only... D.C. owned land. Now, the Great Lawn and other federal land, uh, Rock Creek Park, there's no tents, but she's letting these people just camp out. It's a, it's a big hoot nanny. They got campfires every night everywhere. And meanwhile, she's taking $10 million for these people who shouldn't be here in the first place. And these people, and talk from experience in my neighborhood, it's predominantly Mexican. These people are getting bold. They're like they come here and they're, like, they're owed something. Now, I don't know if these, my new neighbors are off these buses or what, but they, they're walking around like they're owed something, and they have an attitude like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm here. Get over it. Well, and part of the problem is many of these people uh, are involved in drug cartels. They're involved in gang-affiliated uh, uh, organizations. They're, um, the problem is we're not vetting any of these people, and the problem is they're getting distributed all over the country. There's over a million of them that have come to the country um, since Biden— in my opinion, illegally or unconstitutionally, through election fraud, took the helm, uh, Sheriff. Now we've got a million of them in the country. There's only 10,000 in D.C., and it's already a crisis. Sheriff? Yeah, Sam, and, and you know, uh, I've lived uh, in southern Arizona, one county away from the, the border, uh, most of my life, and I've never seen anything like this. And the the poor sheriff and the law enforcement resources that they have in Cochise County, which is the biggest county that borders the Arizona, New Mexico, and the Arizona Mexico border, uh, also New Mexico, by the way. But they they are beside themselves. These people are at a loss. The sheriff has had numerous uh, hits put out on him and some of his family members. Uh, uh, from the cartels, uh, Sheriff Arpaio, when he was still sheriff, had uh, the same uh, because they tried to do something about this crisis. And what do we have now? 
uh, a so-called president that is actually siding with that view, siding with the cartels. Uh, never before in our history have has the drug proliferation been so uh, accelerated and so astronomical that uh, we have now today because Biden will not secure the border. And he cares very little, or at least he has said very little about the influx of drugs into America being a problem. He won't even recognize that because he's always got his talking points that his staff has in front of him. And even though he can't read them very well on the teleprompter, he's not very uh, adept at reading teleprompters, he, even then he still cannot get it right. And and so this is such a catastrophe and disaster at the border uh, because he was so hell-bent on showing that he wasn't going to do anything that Trump was trying to do. Uh, and now uh, Governor Ducey is finishing the wall on the southern border himself uh, and uh, doing so a lot uh, less expensively. But this this thing is just the beginning of the problem. This is not ending. It's getting worse by the day. And if you look at how many over, overdoses just from fentanyl in this country, uh, it would make the pandemic, the so-called pandemic of COVID-19 look like kindergarten stuff. Now, all this is happening before the election, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that reality check, and there's something you need to understand uh, related to this. All right, listen carefully. Headline from New York Post. They're not, you know, super conservative, right? They're better than some, but here's the headline. Democrats suddenly realize open borders are a disaster. New York Post. Scoop, what do you say to that? Well, the New York Post is one of, like, the moderate uh, newspaper in the New York City area. But we, we've been saying that for years, that uh, this open borders is a mess. Every, everything that, that, you know, Sam, just like yourself and, and most of us uh, listening, I, we're not Republicans at all, especially not Democrats. We're independents. But the, the, everything that Democrats touch turns to crap. We had the border crisis. There's a man who was talking about the fentanyl crisis. Uh, we got the crime crisis. Uh, um, you know, I don't drive for Uber. I don't go in certain parts of the District of Columbia. And just all day, every day, we hear about uh, crime just in my, my backyard at D.C. And Baltimore, New York, Philadelphia is worse. Um, we got inflation. We got uh, our, our stores are empty. The stuff we do buy, we uh, it's super expensive. Everything they turn, it just turns to crap. And anybody that thinks that, uh, oh, well, I'm voting Democrat because Trump's Republican or, you know, this Republican might support Trump, you're, you're stupid. You deserve to live where you live. Fortunately, they're moving out of New York and Pennsylvania, and they're coming down here to Virginia. Virginia was and one I, And I appreciate the irony of these people, um, you know, Ducey uh, and um, Abbott trying to, you know, send these illegals to Washington, D.C., because it certainly lets them understand the problem we're facing, and it's impossible for them to deny uh, that it's a problem with that happening. But you know what? They should be deporting these people, not sending them uh, into the interior of the country. To do so is very dangerous, uh, in my opinion. So we're going to come back, talk about that a little bit, then we'll let Scoop fly. And I don't think the Republicans are a whole lot better. We'll talk about that coming up in seconds. 
with Scoop Stanton on your radio. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Inflation continues to attack American households and remain close to a 40-year high. The Labor Department on Tuesday reported its consumer price index rose to 8.3% in August from the same month a year ago. The CPI measures what consumers pay for goods and services. The Department of Justice in a filing Monday indicated it would accept a special master candidate, Judge Raymond Deary, proposed by President Trump's legal team. The Reagan-appointed Deary is the Reagan-appointed Deary has served as a federal judge in New York since 1980 and now serves as a senior judge on the circuit after retiring in 2011. Former federal prosecutor Brett Tolman on Fox News. This case presents so many complex and, and interesting you know, twists and turns, things we've never really seen seen before. Is It's an effort in transparency, and I think this judge is trying to do that. And that's something that I think the nation is screaming for, because the transparency wasn't there when they executed the warrant, when they secured the warrant, when they went through Mar-a-Lago. And the transparency that I think we're all looking for is what were they doing when they were in there? Why did they get there to begin with? And did they follow the parameters of that search warrant? Vice President and border guru Kamala Harris on NBC News says the border is secure. We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. Former acting commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, Mark Morgan, on Newsmax, calls out Harris as a liar. No, Rob, look, it's a blatant lie. And let, let's, let's be uh, clear. The only time she has come near the southwest border, she didn't leave the confines of an air-conditioned hangar. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. All right, we're talking to Scoop Stanton, ladies and gentlemen. Peter the Scoop Stanton with a scoop from Washington, D.C. That's where he lives, the poor guy. I think you got to head west, young man. But that's just my, <laughs> my opinion to which I'm entitled to. But, man, it's getting nuts in the nation's capital. I'll tell you what, Peter the Scoop Stanton is a talk host for 75radio.org. Check it out. And Scoop Stanton reports live from the District of Criminals. Really, Mayor Muriel Bowser.
Bowser says there's a national emergency going on because they got 9,000 of the immigrants. Well, there's already a million brought into the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Why is D.C. overwhelmed with merely 10,000 of them? Should be easy to solve. Why doesn't the mayor just open up her house and let a few stay there, right? Well, Texas right. Governor Greg Abbott and Arizona Governor Doug Ducey, they're doing a good job highlighting the problem by sending these immigrants to Washington, D.C. But, Sheriff, first you, then I want to get the scoop on this. Um, they shouldn't be sending them to the interior of the United States. I get that they're kind of showing the hypocrisy of Joe and the liars of the Democrats that claim there's no problem, and now they admit there's an emergency. I get the irony of this. But you know what? We should be deporting these people, not letting them prey on the interior of the country. I believe it's a little bit irresponsible to these sheriffs. I get the irony. But I also say, look, these people literally rape, pillage, and plunder, just as Donald Trump said they did. And Donald was mocked at the time for it. Uh, but now we're seeing yeah. this real-time, Sheriff. Yeah, some sheriffs actually have turned uh, buses around or used buses to send them back to, to Mexico. Uh, the only problem is they just keep coming right back. And so uh, I, I've personally seen that throughout my career. Uh, we sent some people back, even from Provo when I was a cop there in the 80s. Um, we sent people back. And, and uh, over the weekend, uh, I saw him already returned within within two or three days. Uh, and so it, it's it's such a, a mess, and it's so hard to do that. But uh, I think they would have to get some sort of agreement with the Mexican uh, authorities that if we send them back, would you please just keep them headed back to their their homes? But Mexico doesn't want to do that. Trump had this. Uh, agreement with the Mexican authorities. And of course, Biden wanted to undo that because political reasons showing that he is better than Trump and that Trump's policies failed. Biden is showing that they were much better than his and the lies will continue. So until there's some sort of program, Sam, uh, why should these border states keep them all in their states? And, and so they if they're going to keep allowing them the point. I, yeah, I agree no. with the point. I'm just I'm just talking about solutions, though. It's, it's no, you're I right. Get, you're right. It doesn't make doing. sense. Yeah, it's 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 actually wrong, but at the same time, there's no place else what to do send do? them. Uh, what do you yeah, do? Just is the keep point. them there. Scoop. Yeah. Final word yeah. to you, then we'll let you fly. Well, like Chair Mack was saying, we need to instead of having them buses go up north, we need to have those <clears throat> buses do a U-turn, and what we need to do is uh, is to local governments need to set, set policies where you come here, you have no right to be here, you're a legal alien, and you get nothing. You get ba you get basically you get a free meal and you get checked out by a doctor. That's it. <clears throat> you know you should not be eligible for food, clothing, housing, schooling, job placement, um, everything that these welfare recipients uh, uh, get. And if you do it that if, if you tr do it that way. Then these people are going to go away. They got to look. They're going. To, they're going to starve and go somewhere else. Now, whack out what, Joe is suing the state of Arizona. Arizona says, "Hey, these illegals can't vote." Joe now suing the state of Arizona, saying we want these people to be able to vote. It's just <laughs> insanity, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. All right, Pete, we appreciate you, sir. Thanks for the update, my brother. Godspeed. Thank you, sir. Bye bye. All right, there's a new poll out, Sheriff, that I want to highlight this poll because I don't think Republicans are doing much either. Um, and here's the new poll. It says a majority of voters believe the Republican Party has not 
made a strong enough case as to why they should earn support in the 2022 midterm elections. Okay, what are the Republicans for? They're really telling you how bad Joe is. They're highlighting mm-hmm. all the failures of Joe very well. Uh, all they say is you put us in power and we'll go ahead and maybe lock up Hillary <laughs> uh, or whatever. Uh, they make all these idle promises about stuff. But the, the, the Republicans, I don't see, have any real plan. And the voters are backing my point. What do you say to that, Sheriff? Well, first of all, I don't believe that the Republicans are detailing and uh, getting it out there what the what the Democrats really have done. I don't believe they've used the corruption and the failures uh, of the Democrats, uh, especially the Biden administration. For instance, Sam, what is the big, huge calling card for the Democrat Party? Oh, they're going to take care of the poor. We always take care of the poor. We're taking care of the homeless. They're not. And this should be pointed out by the Republicans. Every single Republican should be going down the list of what the Democrats have promised to do and then show what they have done. Look, look Sam, it, have the, the Democrats recently in any of their bills addressed the homeless issue uh, all across this country? I'm, I'm not saying it's their purview. I'm just talking politics here. What have they done? Well – uh, they gave back uh, billions of dollars to student loans. Student loans are illegal to begin with. The, the federal government has no business being involved in loans. But this is just another example that the federal government thinks it can do anything. They should be saying, did, did any of these bills promoted by – that are supposed to be these big victories for Biden, did they address impoverished inner-city uh, ghettos? No. Did they do anything to help the homeless? No. What did they do? They took care of student, some student loans, and they got 87,000 more IRS agents. Did they do anything about inner city crime? No. These all should be spelled out. And, and right now, I'm with the Republicans on one thing, but they're not doing it enough, showing what the Democrats have done wrong. And and just like even Trump said this in one of his campaigns to the minority groups in, in a, lot, a lot of different places across the country, have the Democrats taken care of you as they promised? Have they done things for you as they promised? You still have uh, horrible schools. You still have horrible crimes. You still have horrible poverty. You still have horrible homelessness and tents all over our major cities. What have the Democrats done to take care of that? Not a damn thing. And you're still going to endorse this? You're going to endorse the chaos at the border? You're going to endorse the inflation that they have caused, the loss of jobs in the oil industry? And, and But the problem is the Republicans aren't doing anything either. No, no, they're not. But the, the biggest play is just to show what the Democrats have failed at. Why would you endorse any of them with all these horrible things? Oh, yeah, then you should say, we will do this and this and this. But the main thing is to get the voters really ticked off at the Democrats for just doing lies after lies after lies every, every year. Uh, uh, the election cycle, how is it that 
these minorities have been brainwashed, that the Democrats are going to take care of them when they have failed miserably. So, yes, I would do that first and then say, well, we're going to we're going to do we're going to take care of this and this and this. But they really need to hit hard with the failures of the Democrats. And I don't believe they really have. Amen to that reality check. And that's the problem. The Republicans haven't done anything to give me confidence that they're going to make a difference. I mean, these idle ideas. Oh, you put us in in charge again in November there, and we'll go ahead and look into Anthony Fauci. We'll put him on the stand and ask him hard questions. Or, you know, hey, you put us in charge and we'll, you know, do something about the border or we'll, you know, do something about education or government schools. Now, this story ties in very nicely to what we're talking about. Listen to this headline. Authorities arrest Satan's child for allegedly raping eight-year-old on video. The Blaze has this piece, and it's a big story about this guy who goes by the name of Satan's child on the Internet. His name is Gonzalez, uh, and he raped an eight-year-old on video. The government has the video. They've arrested this guy. But what I find fascinating about the whole story is they don't say anything about if he's an illegal alien or not. There's no context about that. If he's an American citizen or what, but his last name is Gonzalez. He's 40 years old. He's into child pornography. He had an eight-year-old in his care. He raped this eight-year-old. There's a video of it. He's in prison right now. But I look at this and I go, mm, how come the media is not tying this to the discussions about uh, America? How come we don't highlight these criminal activities going on, whether it's tied to illegal immigration or not? I don't know. You look at this black guy that goes off in Memphis, Tennessee, and literally murders this white, you know, rich heiress billionaire heiress or whatever uh why aren't we highlighting these crimes and saying look crimes are getting worse in america we've got to crack down on crime the idea to defund the cops is a failure we've got to stand up we've got to make a difference well now a judge is participating in the very problem i just highlighted i'll tell you about it in seconds and get the sheriff's response on your radio Why does the left lie constantly? Because it gets spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9:6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is 
money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. This is just hard for me to even report on, okay? But let me just tell you the story here. Here's the details. In a liberal Washington, D.C. suburb, a group of parents banned together and filed a lawsuit against the Montgomery County government schools there who pushed through the guidelines on what's called student gender identity. The guidelines claimed that before a teacher was able to discuss any, quote, gender identity concerns with the parent, they first had to ask the kid if they wanted a different gender at school than at home. Even worse, if it's determined that a parent is not okay with their child choosing a different gender, instead of respecting the parent, the government school will hide the information about the child's gender choice at school from the parents. As if that's not crazy enough, ladies and gentlemen, the school then went on to claim that disclosing a minor student's transgender status to the parents is a violation of confidential medical information. Crazy, you think? The Christian Post reports more details. In some cases, quote, transgender and non-conforming students may not openly express their gender identity at home because it's not safe. Because the parents may not go along. You see, there's a lot of familial conflict here. And if this is the case and support for the students, alternative gender choices are required. The student welfare and compliance will be contacted. The staff will support the student and hide this information from the family. Any attempt to turn the child against the parent is downright abusive. In my mind, a parent should know if their child's struggling with something in school, especially with transgender euphoria. But instead, schools would rather further a mental health crisis than to team up with parents to find solutions. The lawsuit ladies and gentlemen, came before the courts. And you would think, hey, this will be an open and shut case, right? Clearly, the judge would stand with the parents, right? Wrong. A liberal, whacked-out judge appointed by Barack Hussein Obama dismissed the lawsuit and actually sided with the Montgomery County government schools. This is our new reality. We've reached a dangerous precedent in our country, where the courts are siding with government schools against parents regarding the safety of our children. Now, it's ladies and gentlemen, the judge is Paul Grimm. Uh, G-R-I-M-M, Paul Grimm. He claimed that the, quote, MCPs were simply looking out for the best interest of the child, including those who are transgender, or gender non-conforming. Sheriff, a new danger is surging 
in the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender um, reality where in government schools now they're literally turning children against their parents backed by a judge. Your response? Uh, I certainly hope there's an appeal process. You know that you're going to run into some idiot judges. They're going to side with government, uh, and that's what most judges do. If there's ever a, go- a government issue, they're going to side with government. It's the same reason why we have out-of-control IRS uh, abuse, because the courts have sided with that abuse. Uh, everywhere you turn, it's going to be some uh, judge doing that, and that takes us back to who really should stop all these abuses. And again, we're going to have to build those defenses, just as we have said in, at the CSPOA all along, county by county. The counties are going to have to start um, sta- standing up and stopping this, just like Jim O'Connor. Uh, uh, he doesn't care how many people he has on his side, even though he has maybe hundreds and thousands. Uh, he is going to stand as one man, and people see that kind of leadership, and they will flock to it. Uh, sooner or later. Uh, right now, with the crises going on in our country, it's probably going to be sooner. But this thing about gender identity and the schools even get involved in that, um, schools are not here, uh, obviously, for that. Uh, and they should be checking with the parents and saying, uh, uh, do you know that your child is doing this? Uh, we certainly don't want to get in the way or offend uh, the child, uh, but we wanted to make sure that we're doing something that Uh, you want us to do. It's also another reason, Sam, that about 2 million students have left the public school system during the last two years, and it's increasing this year because they're they're tired of the woke. They're tired of the CRT. They're tired of these types of lies. Uh, They don't want schools to be uh, gender-changing factories. Uh, They want the schools Uh, to teach the three R's. Um, Most people just simply want their kids to get an education at the schools. I know that's a novel idea, but uh, this, this has got to, uh, this is just simply, I believe, uh, another indication of how far off and debased our society has gotten, that our government schools, uh, this was predicted, that government schools would take over the rearing of our children and uh, that th- this would be uh, a huge uh, indication also of what, tr- what uh, uh, Hitler did uh, in the school system, saying that uh, you give me your kids at three and I'll have them the rest of their lives. Yeah, so back th- in the day when we claimed that they were going to take over our children with these schools, they mocked us and laughed at us. Now we've been right. vindicated once again. But Disney is helping out with the cause. I know Richard Mack loves Disney, but he's going to have to let his favorite organization go now. Disney and FSX has created a new film. I don't know if you've seen it, but you should watch it. It's a new demonic series. It's called Little Demon. And uh, Little Demon is the story of a woman that gets pregnant by Satan. Has Satan spawn. Now the girl's 13. And the 13-year-old Satan daughter and mom who slept with Satan to create this baby. The film is about them, and it's called Little Demon, funded, backed, promoted by Disney. Sheriff? Yeah, I, uh, I've i heard about it. I haven't seen it. I don't know if I want to watch it. Uh, 
I didn't even want to watch Rosemary's Baby that seems like they've plagiarized from. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's astonishing. Uh, I believe Walt Disney would be turning over in his grave. I, I don't believe the horrible things said about Walt Disney. Um, I, when people say that Walt Disney has done this and this and this, I say, show me, show me any evidence uh, of that. People think, I've actually had people say uh, Disneyland is a place for uh, uh, child trafficking uh, and human trafficking. As it showed me any parent that has uh, lost their child, that reported that lost a child at Disneyland or Disney World. I, I think that some of the criticism towards Disney has been been, uh, been out of proportion, but I don't believe this one is. And and I had never heard of it. I've never seen it, nor have any of my grandchildren seen this uh, video. And and uh, there's been some surprises from Disney over the years, but nothing of this magnitude. And um, I I really am so perplexed that Disney authorities now their CEO and, and their top people cannot get back to the vision of, of Walt Disney and say he just wanted to um, provide a family park where families could have fun and create some memories. That's it. I don't know why they have to get involved in this other crap. Because they are on the same agenda as these government schools. Ammon Bundy running for governor of the great state of Idaho did an incredible video uh, why the Pride Movement is so strong in the state of Idaho. Uh, Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com to learn more. But Ammon highlighted the money. And he highlighted how uh, Brad Little, the current governor of the great state of Idaho, was the only lawmaker back in the day to vote for same-sex marriage. He got away with it. The government and the media covered it up, but no one really talked about it. Now he's the governor. And Ammon Bundy highlights the money that goes around through the governor through COVID, through, uh, you know, all these different things to where they literally are funding gay and lesbian pride big time, ladies and gentlemen. And it's a serious, serious problem. Uh, and um, then you just look at the Title IX proposal, the education Title IX proposal. It's literally going to be a rule change they're working on right now. And this rule change will endorse gender, identity, ideology, in all K through 12 public schools, including college and university, as a federal mandate with devastating effects on parental rights, children's health, um, not to mention girls' privacy in sports, etc. You've got the government schools and big corporations literally falling on their sword over this. Now, the states shouldn't be adhering to Title IX because they never delegated any authority to the federal government to have an education department at all. And this is where I really criticize the Republicans who promised to get rid of the education department over and over and over. Now they're not even talking about it. But ladies and gentlemen, they had a gay pride festival in the great state of Utah in the city of Provo last week. Uh, and DefendingUtah.org, our dear friends, highlighted what happened. You literally have drag queens on stage with Brigham Young, Brigham Young University faculty and leaders applauding and supporting and funding the effort. Your tax dollars are funding it. Big corporations are funding it. They're all in bed together. They called it family-friendly, and it's literally pornography on stage, Sheriff, and no one batted an eye, really. Well, sadly, uh, the LDS Church has been moving left, and BYU has been moving left way before now, 
even when I was attending BYU uh, back in the late 70s, uh, it was astonishing how many of the teachers were very socialistic and, and uh, anti-Constitution. And uh, it, it anyway, uh, I loved BYU, uh, and I still do in a lot of ways. It's my alma mater. But I would not want my children or grandchildren going there. Uh, I, I, do, I do not and would not. Uh, they're very much into vaccinations, and they're very much into uh, masks and all the mandates, and uh, they're just another pro-government uh, entity. And uh, I, I, I really fear uh, for the direction of the LDS Church uh, o- overall. Uh, if they own KSL, very liberal. They own Deseret News, very liberal. Uh, the liberal agenda is very, very well taken care of by the Mormon church. And uh, uh, I, I personally have a huge problem with that. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all I can tell you is this. We don't have enough people standing up in the culture war for what is right. I can promise you that. And we the people better take heed. It's at Disney. It's at your government school, and it's in your government partnering with all kinds of organizations. And behind it all is filthy lucre and the deep state. You better stand against it while you have the chance, because in Utah, they're already on their fifth-plus gay pride parade, and it's getting worse every single year. For Sheriff Richard Mack and Sam Bushman, we pray for this country. We want to preach good for the nation. We want to find solutions to the problems we face and work together setting aside partisan politics for the moral cause. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.